Hello and welcome to episode 320 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is August 29th, 2022. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 320. Um, so, Slappy, I should preface this episode by saying that I have a fantasy football draft happening in the background. Hmm. That's why I. That's why I delayed the start of this episode so I can get a nice a bunch of rounds in. Nice so. fantasy football. I'm playing fantasy football this year. Good. We do an auction draft. This was a regular draft, just a snake. The yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, fantasy football is usually fun. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the auction because, at least theoretically, well, everyone has an equal shot at every guy. Depends right. on how much money you want to spend. Yep. And uh, the strategy comes in, you know, we kind of do like a snake draft, but you're picking a team, and then we auction off all the players on the team. So, you know, we'll auction quarterback, running back, receivers, whatever else, kickers, tight ends, defense. And so you just kind of you have your $200, and you bid whatever you want. You have to save a minimum of $1 for each roster spot. It's a lot of fun. Got yeah. a, lot of, a lot of good bidding wars. And, you know, if there's a guy you want, you would pick a team. Yeah, you, you want to try to get other people to spend their money so where where you can get enough money for your guy. It's fun. So that'll be next week. So I'll be talking strategy next week. Nice. What I like is the leagues that – and I've never done this for fantasy football, just for a true fantasy hockey league I've been in forever. Um, is, You're the uh, guy who plays fantasy hockey. Yep, yep. But we have uh, – I like it when there's a lot of keepers. Yeah, we do um, – in our football league, we do a keeper. And then uh, you, you have a choice. You can take a keeper, and I forget how it works. Restricted player – where, like, say, you know, uh, I don't know, you're bidding on some player you really want, and uh, it goes for 40 bucks, and he was on my team last year, I can restrict him and pay 41 for it. So I can wait and see what happens. So sometimes one of your good players goes inexpensive and a little mm-hmm. cheap. You can restrict it, get it for a dollar more, and you have it. But you only get to restrict one player, so you got to figure out when you're going to do that. So adds a little m- more to the strategy. Yeah, I like having... I like having a bunch of keepers because it uh, just drafted the Colts defense. Um, there you go. With my second pick. Nice. No, that was that was the tenth round. Yeah. Um. No, I like having it because it, it changes the strategy of the draft a little bit. Yeah. Um. You might try to shoot for younger play. I mean, it's it's like, do I want to win right now? Do I want to try to you know build something something strong for a lot of years? And also, um, we allow at least in the fantasy hockey league for uh, trading draft picks too. Um, yeah. So that's pretty neat. Is that like if you're the, the tough thing about fantasy sports is that it's the end of the year and or like nobody cares anymore. Way through and yeah, the guy who stinks. Just doesn't care anymore and doesn't check anything. Make them pay more money or something. Last place has to pay. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's what we do. Yeah. But it's a good We're way. To pay attention and still finish last and have to pay more. Yeah. But with um, 
um, with with being able to draft or uh, trade draft picks, then then you know it keeps those the crappy yeah. teams engaged and sure. And, uh, but you kind of stack your team a little bit in a way you otherwise wouldn't if you want to go for a run. So um, all that aside, we got to get talk about the most important thing, which is tractors. Um, and also that, you know, I'm fresh off the uh, Bitblock Boom Conference down in Austin this past weekend. Mm. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, met some of the, uh, the Get On Zero guys. Uh, a few of them were down there. Uh, it was fun. Fun to... Uh, Where was it? In Austin? Yes, in Austin. Nice. Nice. Here, it's a fun town. Never been to Austin. It is fun. Um it's weird. Like I know they have it as Keep like, Austin weird, but it actually is weird in like not really a good way. There's there's a lot of like kind of just homeless people wandering around and liberals, which is the the it's weird. The latter is the la- is is the worst thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of things to do, a lot of good food to eat. I had by far the best barbecue I ever ate when I was down there. Where'd you go, Famous Dave's? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, really, really. <laughs> real good stuff. Um, no, I went to uh, Franklin Barbecue. All right. Uh, Free plug, free advertising for Austin's Franklin Barbecue. Yeah, I mean they're supposed to kind of be the standard down there. Nice. They did not. They did not disappoint. Uh, We got there. The the best barbecue I ever had was somewhere in Houston, and I don't remember the name of it, but it was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No sauce. Just uh, well, they claim they only use salt and pepper. I think. Hmm. And probably lots of tallow, Uh, but. Yeah, man, it was, uh, we got much more than we needed, but that just meant, uh, some leftovers for later on. That's good. Any, any Greek desserts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me finish about talking about the, the barbecue. Okay. Okay. The, uh, they have, they stay open, they open 11 and then they stay open until they sell out, which happens pretty quickly. So I think we got there around quarter of 11 and it was right down the street from the hotel. And we waited 70 minutes, and we were able to get in. Got a pound of brisket, wow. pound of pork ribs, quarter pound of pulled pork, quarter pound of uh, smoked turkey, and just all, all just unreal. Their, uh, their nice. brisket, just, you tried to grab it with a fork, and it would just fall apart. Um, really, really, and, and also good flair. It had a really, really nice smoke ring, too. Ribs were fantastic. Um, yeah. Good. Everything was good. Yeah, and then I uh, had some Greek dessert. Um, during uh, Friday night, after the dinner, they went and had an auction, uh, raising money for uh, Hodlnot, because he's doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. He's still fighting that case against Craig Wright. Um, nice. Which it's insane that I guess Europe does things really weird over there, but to me it's insane. I think it's 
a lot of people, very insane that um, you could just like go on the internet and tell Craig Wright that no, you're not Satoshi, and then he sues you for defamation or whatever, and the court actually takes the case and forces you to spend obscene amounts of money to defend yourself for something that one like who cares if someone says something on the internet and two he's obviously not satoshi yeah anyone with half a brain could see that uh but you know we're dealing with governments and everything so so uh we they uh they they auctioned off a bunch of stuff and uh the money was going to be go towards his uh, his legal defense, and um, I got into a bidding war with uh, with our buddy Vake. We're sitting at the mm. same table, and I got into a bidding war with him for uh, some uh, baklava from Mandrick, who is kind of the Bitcoin baklava guy. He's he. Uh, you all right over there? Yes, uh, ad started playing on my computer. Oh, because you're paying attention to me, not yeah, yeah, very closely. Um, so Magic is the kind of the, the Bitcoin baklava guy. He's he's usually got it at a, a lot of Bitcoin events, and so I never had it before, but I heard good things about it, and they're auctioning it off, and got into a bidding war with Vake, and Vake didn't even know I was um, bidding against him, even though we were sitting at the same table. How was this auction working? What do you mean? How was it working? He didn't know you were bidding? Were you not raising your hand? No, I was. He didn't know it was me. Oh. He didn't see me. Oh, nice. And uh, he just blended into the tablecloth there? Yep. He would bid, and and then when they'd raise it, I'd throw my hand up. And I finally let him win. And then um, they said, hey, Vake's friend, if we... uh, if we have another uh, tray of baklava, would you would you buy for the same price? And I said, raise your hand if you will. And I raised my hand. So um, it was absolutely fantastic baklava. And I'm not just nice. saying that because of how much it cost me, but it was really, really good. And uh, that night or the next night, I went around. Uh, we had a casino night on Saturday night. And so I walked around and. And distributed it among whoever would take some. And Slappy, I actually did save two pieces for you. Ah, that is so, my favorite. You are a good guy. Yes. So please never make fun of me again. Now Done. I don't know. I don't know how long Bakova lasts. <laughs> um, it can't. I mean, yeah, I don't know how long it lasts either. I know it's best fresh, but it's not going to be bad if it's like old and stale. That stuff is so good. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. So yeah, Greek food is just uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. All of it, all of it that I've had. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's sitting in my refrigerator, ready ready mm. for you to uh, enjoy. You're on the clock. Yeah. Who do I pick? I, I mean, this is Jalen Hurts. I actually already picked him. <laughs> uh, who's their slot receiver from Alabama? Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, uh, pick him in the twelfth round. 
Is he still available? No, no. way. No. No he chance. Didn't. I look like I'm going to pick uh, Jarvis Landry. There you go. I don't even know where he plays now. He used to be a Dolphin. Yeah. Was he a Brown? Where'd he go? Where was Jarvis Landry? He's a Saint now. He's a Saint. Oh. I have... I've got a couple picks left, but I I have someone queued up. Someone I need he, to pick. Who, Jimmy Garoppolo? No, he is the best-looking man in football, uh, but... No, my kicker. Hmm. Oh, Bucker? Yeah, butt kicker. Yeah, I get him. Strong Catholic. Yep. So yeah, back to um, back to big bit block boom and the and the baklava. There was a uh, when I was handing it out, people were talking about it the next day the uh, the amount that we paid for it kept going up hmm. and they're like oh is this the uh blah 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 baklava? And you paid just, seven bitcoin for yeah and i was like yep so yes it will be the uh eventually well it already kind of is you know it'll, it'll be my pizza day august uh what was that 25th no 26 friday was the 26 yeah so, yeah, that'll be my – I'll have baklava day, August 26th. Yeah. good. And then you'll talk about how expensive it was. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Now, what I got to do, or maybe – yeah, I don't know a good Greek spot up here. You got me wanting this now. I don't know either. I don't know. I'm going to have to find one, though. But anyway, uh, we've been talking about the last – this the uh, – all right. I'm on the clock. Draft. Boom. Are you auto drafting yet? What are you doing over there? No, I just I just got butt kicker. Alright. Um only two rounds left, Slappy. Or no. Yeah. Yeah. Um Saturday was our ten year anniversary for the website. Yeah. Started all the way back way back when. Um I wonder if I can find that first. I don't know how our website's set up to be able to. Oh, I can do that. All the way back on page 86. August 27th. Welcome welcome to McFlugel. Wow. So that's a long time. Yeah. I was going to read it. Well, you know what? Let, let me read the first paragraph. I don't know if we need to go into all that. I would probably be embarrassed of the stuff I wrote back then. Jeez, I'd be embarrassed of the stuff you write now. I don't write now. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, no, you wrote this. That's right. Oh, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Or you're so embarrassed by it, you're not claiming it? No, because I, I mean, it's, it's, I'm written in the in the third person here. All right. Also, to yeah, I had written blog posts before this, but this was yeah. the first. Oh, here it is. This is my first ever blog post. 
I have no idea where this conversation will go or where it will take us or even how often I'll write. Rallo and I have had many conversations and sometimes heated discussions on everything from drugs to education, politics to religion, and everything in between. While we fall on the same side of the, of the political spectrum, and I'd say the same ideology, we often seem to disagree on some small detail. At the very least, we challenge each other to think. I can't speak for Rallo, but I know I have fun with it. We've talked about putting out thoughts and discussions in writing for a long time now, and we're finally getting it done. I'm not an authority on almost every topic we'll discuss here, so any criticism or compliments, I don't expect many, are welcome. You got to talk a little bit about yourself. Oh, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Does it talk about our prediction from 10 years from now will be an exclusive uh, Bitcoin podcast? Yeah. That came true. Pretty much. So the next day I wrote a blog post called I am Rollin McFlugel. And I wrote, welcome to McFlugel. As Slappy has already said... The idea for this blog was born from countless texts, emails, and hours of conversations about economics, politics, religion, and everything else. Independently from one one another, we got the idea that we should begin to write down these conversations so that we could share them with other people for critiquing and convincing. Um, Let me read the last paragraph. Last two paragraphs. Last three now last two and so here i am now i don't claim that my ideas would bring about utopia there's no such thing as utopia my goal is to move society to its most moral and just form i'll admit to being an ideologue but if you can find a hole in my logic please call me out on it maybe i was wrong maybe i was right let's just be open and honest about it so we can move closer to the truth truth would be our ultimate achievement so obviously kind of what we our form for the website has obviously changed. We don't really write much at all anymore. We do the podcast now. Been doing it for what six years? Six yeah, years. six I, years. I think, basically, I think our next episode will be put us over that six year mark. Put us at that. Six I'm year pretty mark. sure of that. So it's right in the beginning of September we started. Um, but I'd say like our main and 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 also. We're now a Bitcoin, po- like explicitly a Bitcoin podcast. Um, and now even even more so than that, we're a Get On Zero uh, podcast. Get On Zero Fiat, that is. Um, so obviously, and which is good because we were searching for a niche for the longest time. We started out just kind of as a general libertarian thing. Mm-hmm. And we're always talking about trying to find a niche. And yeah, we were talking about doing local things. Um, <laughs> we, I don't know. We were always looking for a niche somewhere. Of uh, immigration, uh, uh, some other ones, and it would just nothing really ever. Uh, it's really st- stuck, you know. Yeah, they're always kind of half-hearted attempts. Um, yeah, but you know, it only took us. What uh, eight and a half or nine and a half years before we uh, before we find that, found our niche doing the get on yeah got thing. to it yep it's amazing that uh, it it took that long but hey um, 
that's what it takes, it's what it takes. It's it's uh, it's kind of tough. It's tough to to find something that no one else has done that's interesting to you that you think would be interesting or useful to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what's important is that. You know, I think the what's interesting to other people is kind of a secondary thing. I think it's the most important thing is it's got to be interesting to us or whoever's doing creating the content that if you find it to be a drag or you don't like it or it's boring, then then you're never going to keep up with it. Um, so, I'm, you know, no regrets on uh, on how long it took us to find our niche. That's the that's kind of the time it took. So. Um, but it's funny. We did, uh, we did obviously, uh, sorry, I just said all that. Um, but what's, what's really interesting is that what I think is that we have kind of stayed the course for what our strategy was, Mm -hmm. um, that we're just trying to have conversations, trying to figure stuff out and and we're going to work through these ideas and, and before we would write about them, but now we just kind of talk through them. And sometimes we bring on guests talk and everything, but, um, I think that's pretty neat is that we never explicitly said like, Hey, we, we got to keep following this pattern or this, uh, the way we're doing it this way. It just kind of, it was a natural fit for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one thing I'm pretty proud of is that we, we've held the course there. And while obviously we've changed a lot of what we talk about and have adjusted some views, mainly changing the strategy of how we think we ought to fight the state. Uh, we've never really had to backtrack much at all. I can't remember a time we did. Except I'm sure there was it. somewhere where we made a mistake and, and came back. But, uh, but you know, kind of sticking to first principles turns kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, the only thing I can think of was some discussions about monetary economics. Yeah, but that's not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you're right. We would change on that. We did change on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. As we got more information, we certainly changed. Yeah. I mean, I, we were definitely, or at least I, because I was the one that wrote the thing. I was definitely wrong about a lot of stuff. Well, so was I. Right. Um, so I think we're allowed. Uh... But that's the thing. We don't have to, like, dig our heels in and defend it. Right. Um, like when JW came on and chat. Remember, remember uh, I mean, I don't even know how long ago this was, but this is, I was still in the altcoins at this time. Um, I think, or maybe I was Bitcoin. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Vake or JW, but I remember JW saying something like there can only be one money. And I was like, yeah, well, we kind of have a thousand altcoins. So I don't know if that's true. Um, but I didn't like fight them on it because I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, and I think that's why we never really have gotten in trouble with that kind of stuff is because if we're not sure, if, if we can't, if we're not sure of something or really confident about 
you know, we'll our listen. understanding of first principles. Yeah, we'll we'll hear someone out, um, and won't won't you know dig our heels on with something. Yeah, uh, and if I couldn't have a good like, I, I remember what JW was saying was making sense. I'm like, yeah, but I know he's he can't. No, I didn't say I know he's wrong because that. But I was, I'm, you know, you're just trying to weigh this. Like he's saying, there can be one currency. We have all these altcoins. Why couldn't two of them? At the time, success was like number go up. So like, you know, why couldn't uh, whatever altcoin go up to uh, $20,000 and Bitcoin goes up to 100000 Right. Wouldn't that be two? Like, yeah. Well, I remember too when I first heard it, I was talking to you and I said, hey, there can only be one money. And you were like, mm. I said, I know, I know. I can't explain it. But I remember when JW explained it that made sense. Yeah, but I but I didn't understand it well. I actually remember that conversation, and then we didn't like, like yeah, we talked about it, but it wasn't. Yeah, it took it was a like, while. All right. I mean, I was I was at least open enough to be like, all right, well, I got to hear what this guy says. Yeah. So I think that was one of the big pivot points for us was kind of understanding economic or monetary economics, um, coupled with you know getting an understanding of what Bitcoin can do because then it just. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, and I think you would probably agree that if you're trying to fight the state, once you understand how money works and how the state gets its power from seniorage, um, Bitcoin just is like just the thing you want to spend the vast majority of your time with. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. One last pick. Uh... Picking a backup tight end. I'm gonna pick this guy because I'm not gonna be able. To, I can't say his name. Albert Okwabunum. There you go. All right. Now I can finally focus. <laughs> hey, ten year t- ten year anniversary episode. Of the, hey. Say how well we've done, and Rallo's mailed it in paying attention to something else and, and slappy surfing random internet pages. Yep. Not paying attention at all. Yeah. So what's kind of funny though, is that went back, if you 10 years, I mean, it's a decade. That's not a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I think I was 24 when we started. Just a boy. Yeah. Just a little, little McFlugal boy. Yeah. Um, but if we were to look at, I, I mean, I would daydream about where I think we would be in a year, five years, 10 years. What did you think we would, where do you think we would be? Where did you think we would end up in like 10 years? Did you think that we were going to keep doing it? Did you think, where'd you think we'd be at? Um, that's a good question. I'd have to kind of think about that a little bit. Because I remember doing this. I remember, uh, hmm, like when we started. Now this is ten years ago too. This was before every single libertarian had a podcast. Um, I guess I was hoping we'd be a pretty well-known name in the libertarian community. Yeah, if I were to think. Back, I I'm trying to would. remember like our mindset when we got started. 
I mean, I think our mindset was, hey, we'll, we're doing this as, as fun and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, in the back of my head, I was mm. like, this would be great if we could make it into something. Yes. You know what? I, just as I'm thinking, you know, I, I was remembering, like, what I, what I was trying to do is I thought we had some pretty good conversations, as we mentioned on that blog post, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and our friends weren't always as interested. But I thought if we could record these and they heard them and then other people like them heard them, yeah, I could probably grow. We don't need to be Tom Woods, the PhD. We could be just the, the, the regular guys talking about this stuff and it would mm-hmm. you know, maybe be appealing to regular guys, get them to think about things in a, in a, in a different way. And uh, I remember not... Um, you know, I didn't, uh, spend the money I thought I was going to be making this, but it was always like in the back of our head. Like, what if, what if we did one episode that just blew up and like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought that if we stuck with it for 10 years, we'd be like in a position to quit our jobs. That would be fun. Uh, but, uh, obviously we haven't quit our jobs. Yeah. And actually, I would have thought we would be at least making some money. And <laughs> mm-hmm. even got, if not a lot. Well, we got Liberty yeah. mugs, and actually, someone someone made a pretty big order this weekend. Sweet for Liberty mugs, yeah. But like, we don't have any sponsors. We don't run ads. Other and, than Liberty uh, mugs, thank you, Liberty mugs. Yes, thank you to whoever runs that. We appreciate. They have been a supporter for as long as they've been in business. I mean, we really owe a lot to them. Um, and I think, you know, part of it's, I, I don't want to say we haven't put in the effort. Um, but if we wanted to, uh, I, I, I'm whatever. I don't, I'm, I'm like censoring myself now and I've been doing this for 10 years and I really censor myself, but, um, like if we polish this up and put in i'll say more like professional effort i guess then we and 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 tried to get this out more and you know just advertised ourselves a little bit differently then i think we we'd have a bigger reach and everything but Mm -hmm. you know it's just something that we do on monday nights and we hang out and talk and everything so i'm I'm happy happy where we're at and i think we're i like that we have a small audience that seems to be pretty consistent with listening and that the feedback we get is good. Not that it's always just like, wow, you guys are awesome. You're great. It's, it's, we're reaching the people that are listening seem to be getting reached. Yeah. Um, we're making them think. And, and I think we've got, we've brought some people along, brought a lot of people on along to Bitcoin and even, even a bunch of people to get on zero. So that's really rewarding to me. And it's, I was talking to Buck about this this weekend at BitBlock Boom, uh, Coder Buck. Who's mm-hmm. down down there at the conference with me, and uh, talking about getting sponsorships for the shows and stuff? And I said, you know, this might sound like it's, um, I'm just saying it because we don't have an opportunity to get the alternative. But I don't want to. I don't want any sponsorships for this. I don't want to run, you know, referral links and stuff to services. We never that. have. I mean, those are things we could do. Yeah, we kind of had stuff in the. Uh, I think we, well, we never like or something in the show notes page. Oh, uh, did we? So yeah, we never we did really pushed like it that. though. We never no, tried. We, right. 
Right. We had we had done that in the past before, but that's a referral link is different than a um, uh, straight up sponsorship. But uh, yeah, we've since kind of gotten rid of all that, and I like it that way because if you get a sponsorship and someone's paying your bills, someone's paying you, mm-hmm. then even if it's not like consciously a decision you're making you tend to want to not go after the people that are paying you yeah and i'm not and i'm not that accusing, makes sense yeah i'm not accusing anyone of doing this out there because there's a lot of sponsors you know shows that are sponsored by whoever and um so so whatever you you make your own judgments for each individual case but um i think it's a natural thing that you would tend to treat them differently than you would otherwise mm-hmm. and so i like the freedom of being able to say whatever we want about whoever we want because <laughs> we don't have review a review of product any way we want yeah you'll notice that you rarely get a bad review of a product that on a show that they sponsor right um yeah and so i don't want to ever kind of feel that pull there uh, and again, you know, someone could say like, well, you could, that's easy for you to say because no one's offering to sponsor you. It's like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. So, but if next week we get sponsored by someone, <laughs> you, can, you can call us out on it for being hypocrites or whatever. We're probably uh, not going to take it. Unless it was a really big number. I would take a big number. Like $7. So, mm, I'd say at least 9 Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's probably not that cheap. Right. So, I forgot I was going to go with that. Um, I don't know. We never had sponsors. You can say what you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what, like, what's good is that, you know, this is a hobby for us, and we both do well enough in our day jobs. I think we both probably do fine. Um, That, you know, we're not needing to chase after dollars anyway, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, that's an important thing to be able to do is that, you know, which is, start- is, yeah, great. Because if we got paid to do this, we'd have to prepare for episodes. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that I don't want to have to put in any more effort. Than we already do. Like, yeah. like I said, like I keep saying, it's a, it's a fun hobby that we do once a week. And, um, yeah, I'm happy happy being it that way. I don't want to have to deal with the consequences. And the cool thing about it, in my opinion, is I get to hear from a bunch of smart people whenever we have a guest, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, except when it's we, fake. Yeah, except for other than when we have Vake on, we get to hear from smart people. We've gotten to meet a lot of people, you know, kind of become friends with some people, got to meet some in, in person. And uh, it's just, it's kind of like refreshing. It's uh when you go out in normie world, things can be can look bad, but then our our podcast and our guests are all typically great, except for Vake. Right. So um, um, that's what I love about it. I get to learn a lot from the podcast. Yeah, and the other thing too, on zero uh, without the podcast. What's that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a quarter of what I know about Bitcoin if it wasn't for the podcast. Wouldn't be on zero uh, yeah. without the podcast i mean i wouldn't i don't know what i'd do I'd probably, who knows who knows where i'd be without the podcast it's counterfactual can't tell but yeah and the other thing and, and once again i'm not 
trying to criticize a podcast or anything, but if, but if they're not our sponsors, to, criticize away. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying I'm not ha- like thinking of someone specific in in mind when I, yeah. when I say this. You're, but you're not, what do they call it? Like subtweeting? Yeah, sub podcasting. Sub podcasting someone. But the other thing too is that when you have when you're trying to make money and earn a consistent paycheck, whether it's a living or, or, or what have you, is that you're 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 doing topics, talking to people that pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to you have to find and create content that suits uh, the audience uh, clicking the download button and the listen button to you, not necessarily. Which, you know, maybe that coincides with what you want to do and what you think is best for, uh, to cover. But a lot of times it doesn't. And you're just mm-hmm. kind of out there throwing red meat to people just so that you know, you know they're getting listens. And um, I don't know that I would keep, I don't know that the money would be enough for me to keep doing it. Because, it would have to be a lot of money. Yeah, because otherwise I would get bored. I mean, we know, we've talked about this before. We know how the downloads look, depending on the uh, even just like the title of the episode, yeah. Or what we talk about, and um, and we know what doesn't get downloads. Mm-hmm. Like the get on zero stuff, I kind of figured it would probably give us a little bit of a shot in the arm because it is something pretty new, different, and radical, and, yeah, and interesting. Um, but like it certainly that certainly wasn't going to be the thing that like pushed us over the top or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, man, if we're just going to keep talking about, I don't know, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> if we weren't talking about the things we wanted to talk about, I don't think I would have the desire to keep this going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I, I kind like, of agree. I mean, we've been doing this. We've been exclusively Bitcoin for a couple years now. Yep. I mean, pretty much exclusively Bitcoin. Um, kind of gave us gave us something, and then they get on zero. Really, was a big thing. But yeah, if you want to, I mean, the point that I would say that we're that we enjoy just talk about whatever we want to talk about instead of making money is that I mean, we could spend our Monday nights at a part time job if we were interested in making you know money. You know, I could go out basically anywhere. I could, could go work at Wawa. And make more money. I could have a lot easier time. Or sit on the couch. Or... Yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that we could be spending our time. And we choose to do this. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like we're sitting around bored. I mean, you've, I've got a lot of different stuff in my life. You do too, plus a wife and kids. Yeah. So, so all, this is all just to say that, I mean, we've had a blast doing this. It's funny like, justifying why we do it, but. Really, all all that it is is just it's fun, and we like it, and we're gonna keep doing it. Are you still surfing the internet, or do you have a? Oh yeah, you, you want to back away. that statement up? No. Okay. So. No, just like yeah, no, I know what you're what you're saying. There's a lot I could be doing. Um, yeah, it does help though the time we record. The kids are in bed typically, unless every now and then we have. It's been a while since we had to call an audible, so the time fits in. It's a Monday night, you know. Yeah, well, what what I'm kind of proud of too is 
you know, we don't miss podcast, a week. We've never missed a week. Now, obviously, we might pre-record. Not every recording's on a Monday night, but every single Monday night, every single Monday night since we've started, we haven't missed a single one. Now, we put a podcast out. I have missed a few. Yeah. But yeah, I've never missed one. Right. Yeah. What would you even do? Would you even know how to like? I'd figure it out. Do I any mean, of do any no, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't, but I'd, I'd, uh, uh, I'd be able to record something. Then after that, I'd have it? to, no, I would have to get a, you'd have to tell me what to do, like, beforehand. Yeah. I'll have to give you the login information, too. Yeah. And then I'll find out all your secrets. Yep. So, like, what are all these unreleased episodes? Just me talking about how much I hate Slappy. Yeah, just ripping on Slappy. <laughs> what an idiot! I just, I just go back to the uh, every episode we've done has another episode that's on release of just me critiquing. <laughs> comment, yeah, you talking over, like commenting on everything I say. Yeah, dumb idiot, <laughs> stupid, stupid. What a dumb comment. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got to delete all them before I give you the. Yeah, or if you are, Tom, because you're not missing any anytime soon. Like, right? Probably not. Does that just mean I have no life? Yep. Yep. You do have a life. It's it's being McFlugal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, these ten years. I mean, a lot has happened to me over the ten years. I have taken on different forms. Finally, settled settled on the. Uh, watercoloring of the baby orangutan oh yeah um, used to have the little swedish ship oh that's right yeah from the uh what's well, so the, the, the like airplane i uh the old time like a painting or a picture of a guy on an old time bicycle that had the really big front yes wheel. yes i might have had the airplane too now me i haven't late i haven't aged a bit yeah. I've gotten laser eyes since then, but Yeah, I've actually even have been killed. <laughs> Cause the Rollo McFlugel account is no more. I'm on um It's true. I'm on the Liberty Mugs account now. Yeah. That's true. It's a traumatic experience. Thank for you, Liberty Mugs, for allowing Rollo to use your Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Um we ought to start making more mugs again and promoting that. Because it is fun, and people get a kick out of it. Yeah. Um, make – you sounded like you were saying – we make make Liberty Mugs great again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Are there any more ideas left to do? I think we got them all. But, yeah, we can always come up with something more. We should make, like, personal attacks on the guests we don't like. Or I guess on the guest we don't like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we kind of already have all them. It's just all the negative mugs. Right. We have already. I think there's some Nancy Pelosi ones. That's what those are code for. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. We're, uh, we're taking this trip down memory lane. Is there anything else? I mean, we can cut this kind of short. It's late because Short night. I delayed Late us. night. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. What was your... Uh, 
What was your, I don't know, what's like, uh, what's your favorite guest, least favorite guest, favorite episode, topics, what do you got? What's your, what's some memorable moments of your Rallo career? Um, I think the best part was when we first started the podcast and we, well, one, we were just super nervous and mm-hmm. we're even worse public speakers than we are today, somehow. Yeah. And we struggled to get 15 minutes. I do remember. I remember like looking at the clock and being like, we can't cut it at seven minutes. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> too. There was... get to 15. But originally we wanted to keep it to like a half hour. Yeah. 15 to a half hour. We wanted it real short, real quick. Here's an idea. But like doing that was challenging. Yeah. There was... um. There's an early episode that you couldn't make, and I did. I just did a solo episode, and um, I just started talking, and I got like I forget how how long I got, but I thought it was just going to be a disaster, and I would have to hit hit keep hitting stop. But I think I got to like ten minutes or so, and then I just started stumbling and fumbling over everything, and I had to hit, but I had to hit stop. But I was so proud of myself that I strung together coherent thought. Well, what was coherent well, enough to me that I wasn't gone. You were able to keep talking. Yeah, for 10 minutes before I had to, before the wheels fell off. Um, you know, now we just can go for forever. Well, that's that's funny because, so I haven't had to do a solo episode, as we mentioned already. Um, it's not easy, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it'll work. I'll present our product to like a room full of people. And sometimes, I mean, I like to have my presentations be engaged. I know people hate it when the speaker tries to get people engaged. But, uh, man, it's tough to talk to a room that just stares at you. And uh, it's got to be even tougher to talk to a computer screen. Well, maybe not, because when yeah. there's people looking at you and not responding, it's weird. But just not easy to do and i haven't had to do it oh yeah no i think it's important to be engaging and to usually have something that kind of pulls people's attention attentions and whether it's starting with the story or kind of a joke or or just sometimes absurd um so all those podcasters out there that do solo like every week or every month or every day it's impressive yeah but I will say this, speak, speaking of your professional life, you know, there's always a joke about every libertarian has a blog and every libertarian has a podcast and there's too many of them. I say, you know, if you have any sort of inkling to start a podcast or blog, go for it. Uh, who cares? Totally if no agree. One, who cares if no one reads it? Uh, it is very useful in life, whether it's just your own personal life or in your professional life. To be able to be convincing, to force yourself to understand a topic well enough that you can speak and speak or write intelligently about it and in a convincing way. Yeah, and just to be able to talk and have people listen to you or have it out there publicly mm-hmm. is uh, not something that everyone can do. And like you were saying, when we started, it was kind of, I mean, I know I was nervous and we didn't advert like I don't know if anyone listened to the first episode. 
I hope not. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about, but I remember being so nervous just talking and being like, people are going to hear this. They're going to hear my voice. My voice sounds funny. I'm going to say something stupid and they're going to rip me. And like, you just kind of get used to it. Now I just say stupid things all the time and don't care. Yep. Yeah, that's um, true. But I, I got to say my favorite, if, if, uh, if I, I'm going to shove this in before we get off, my two favorite parts of uh, our pre-Bitcoin career is one when Thad Russell contacted us because we did an episode talking about one of the things he said or one of his, pod- I forget what it was, a podcast or he was on someone's podcast and then we critiqued it. And then he contacted us and said he wanted to come on. And uh, I remember that was such a compliment because he liked the way we talked about his idea. Yeah. Um, and, and he was, uh, I guess, impressed with that. And I you know, kind of stayed in touch with him. Uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty neat. That was pretty that, awesome. You called me. I texted you. I couldn't believe it because we were just me like. Up. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really cool. And then my other favorite part was when you talked about standing on your lawn naked and all the nudist colonies were oh, posting, right. posting that article. That was hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, this was way back to make a point about private property and how, you know, you, private property, you have to respect private property. Um, that's like the highest thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as far as, uh, arranging (laughs) libertarian society, I made, you know, did argumentum ad absurdum and I, you know, attempted to argue the point that, um, if someone in your neighborhood decides that he wants to stand naked on his property, that he has the right to do that. Now you might not like it, but you can't go and use force to make him stop doing it. It's his property. He can do what he right. wants on his property. And I'm not saying that you have to accept that as fine. I and the argument was that you had to have you had to use nonviolent methods. Yeah, this guy it wouldn't probably be in his in- best interest to do that. But let's not fight the hypothetical. Right. We said stuff like, you know, you could build a fence, fences around them. You could, I forget what we said, but yeah, there's, I don't a, there's a number of ways and it's not, I don't think it happens very often where you have someone running around naked on his front property and for all the world to see, but you know, it's, it's, this stuff doesn't, isn't that interesting if you're only ever answering softball questions, you got to dig into the tough, tough stuff and uh, try to try to be consistent through that. Well, uh, we started getting our website linked to a bunch of like nudist colonies because they took that as that article as saying like, yes, you should be able to yeah. walk around naked. On your- <laughs> it was funny. We were getting a bunch of hits and then like you look where they came from and they were all all from nudist sites and nudist Reddit. And, like it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, how did you find us? <laughs> like, there's someone there just like Googling making people outside. I don't know. I don't like, know. Yeah. I don't know how they came across it, but it spread in that community. Yeah. That was funny. I could probably go find the numbers on that somewhere. <laughs> oh, the other great moment we had was, this was a couple of years ago, but I got sick and tired of people saying that it was, uh, 
it was too difficult to run a, a Bitcoin. Full yeah, mode. this is good. And so I took screenshots of the download and installation process of running Bitcoin core. And at each step I had a screenshot and I like put a circle over things like install next, next, next. <laughs> and it was just like dripping with sarcasm and, and just really mean. And I, I sent it out there and that was one of our like most. Yeah. Most, people thanked most you for that. Things and everyone's like, this is so good. No, oh, I, I, I know I get it. And it was very used cause they didn't get, they didn't know when they had, you know, so it was a little bit humbling for me to be like, all right, I need to cool it a little bit and meet people where they are. But yeah, um, it ended up being very, very, very widely viewed compared to a lot of other stuff. And I remember having someone on, it was probably vague, but talking about like, you know, you should be running a node. And I was like, yeah, I got to run a node. I got to run a node. And then I'm like, well, I have, am I running a node? Am I, I have Bitcoin core. Like, I think I'm running a node, but I'm not really like running it. I'm just, so I can understand people coming in being like, wow, that's all you have to do to run a node. Yep. So we'll just say that I was very useful in, in my strategies and that I was right. Yes. So, as exactly in the intended effect. Right. So no one, no one can say anything, you know, bad about me. So, all right. Uh, anything else that stands out or you want to talk about? Yeah, I think I, I think we just covered ten years in in, in uh, fifty four minutes. That's pretty good. <laughs> so we wasted all that time before, where we could have just spent fifty four minutes. Yeah, yeah, we could have just started right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder how many years of our years days of our life we've spent podcasting um do you remember when i tried to say how many hours of podcasts you could listen to us yeah i think you overshot it a little bit yeah and i said like i mean how many episodes do we have uh 150 so we've got like 1500 hours of (laughs) 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 so sometimes my uh on the fly math isn't isn't uh perfect but you know. I'm going to finish the spreadsheet one of these days that I remembered a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was the last episode. Oh, and yeah. then we can just add up the time and be like, wow, all that time. And plus all the time we talk afterwards. Yep. So anyway, all right. we can yeah. cut it there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for hanging, hanging in there for this one. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Liberty Mugs, our sponsor. Yeah. So uh, we made some good, uh, made a couple good uh, connections down at Bitblock Boom. So uh, we might have some interesting uh, get on zero content coming up, talking to people with that. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you for, I mean, I don't know that everyone's been here for the full 10 years, but. But they all wish they were. Yeah. But for anyone, that's the other thing I want to say before we wrap up. A lot of stuff we wrote, wrote early on like is still useful today. I mean, I found mm-hmm. with like the immigration stuff recently and the non-aggression principle, 
stuff, like it's still very relevant to the conversations that get brought up. So um, we have hundreds of articles we've written and I think they're still useful for, uh, for, for everybody, for whatever's, for whatever's going on today. Universally so, useful. Yeah. So um, just go on our, like when you search for something, do that thing like where you can search in a website. So just search in mcflugel.com and pick a topic and see if we've covered it. I think we've got some hidden gems in there. So, all right. Um, yes, but uh, thank you to everyone that listens to us, hangs out with us, you know, has read us. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate it. and It's been a lot of fun for us. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes it, like I said, we're doing this for us, but it makes it a whole lot more interesting and better that uh, there's there's people do on this journey together with us. So plenty more to come, and uh, here's to another 10 years maybe. Definitely. So thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Peace.